Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. <laughs> Hi, Ardri Ori. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted for our post-COVID interview here, we started a new series to talk about life after COVID, what it's like, how to get businesses back into, uh, you know, groove again. And you are an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, an author on a mission to change the way women and girls see themselves in business and in branding and in media and in the world. Um, you're the CEO of 13th and Joan Publishing House. And uh, today you're going to share a very interesting topic, which we've not covered yet, which is the unlikely catalyst mm -hmm. that COVID-19 is having on arts and entrepreneurship. Yeah, so it's, it's very bizarre. I wouldn't, you know, I don't know everyone listening would think, is there, that there would be an opportunity at such a disastrous time right now for businesses to actually explode. What has been your experience? You know what? We've seen tremendous growth, explosive growth in business during this time. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, one of the things amidst the hardship, a lot of people are looking for um, their hidden talents. You mm -hmm. know, some of the time that people use as an excuse, you know, I didn't have time to write my book. Yeah. I didn't have time um, to pursue that creative side of me. And so sitting in quarantine has made that time uh, be available. And so while on the one hand, you know, we're, we're fighting um, the pandemic, we're fighting multiple pandemics, let me say, mm -hmm. you know, but we, we find that we have to, um, to find peace in something. And I think that something for many people has become the pursuit of excellence in other areas. Yeah. And here's something from my personal experience during this COVID thing. I've actually been working uh, consistently, but it's given me some time to think about where I am and where I want to go. And an opportunity came for me to move. Right. And because, as you know, now a lot of people are working from home. Yeah. The people I were working with were like, we don't need you here. We'll Zoom you. And so um, we're, we decided to move to Texas. So it's not something we would have ever thought about doing, um, but it's a great opportunity. And uh, so that sometimes it's not just in your business. Sometimes your business means it can now be more movable and you can move around. Uh, things aren't just in one place now. Exactly. And that's huge. You know, I think people recognizing that they don't have to be in one specific location to get things done has given a, an element of freedom that people didn't realize that they had. Yeah. So, you know, this is an opportunity as much uh, pain and grief as we're seeing, this is very much an opportunity for excellence in the pursuit of whatever you want to do. You know, I think the other part is that you um, kind of have the freedom to make mistakes. You know, you don't feel like you have to be perfect in this time. It's just to kind of go for it, try it, see if it works out, see if you like it. So that's what we're, that's what we're all doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm guessing, now let's say there's a lot of people that might be listening and maybe they've lost their job. Maybe they're in the hotel industry restaurant yes. industry, depending on where they are. And they're mm -hmm. like, what next? Where do I go from here? What would be your, some of your suggestions perhaps for them to even begin to look to discover what might be their talents or next steps? Sure. You know, I would say that for all of us, our talents, our gifts, the things that we're super, you know, amazing at are the things that we don't think twice about doing. They are the things that are right under our noses. They're the things that, you know, people ask us to do. Um, <laughs> they are things that we would do and we wouldn't charge a dime for it because we love it so much. And I know that that's, you know, it's cliche, it's redundant as far as, you know, we've heard that before. We've heard people say, your yeah. purpose is right under your nose, but 
but it's true. I have been, um, I'm a living witness of that. For me, that thing was writing and I ran in every direction. I always tell people I started nine businesses and brands, you know, mm -hmm. on a quest to find purpose. Yeah. And I was always writing along the way, but it was just so obvious that it, you know, I couldn't see it. So I would tell people to do whatever makes you happy. The things that make your soul smile, mm -hmm. those are the things to be investing in at this time. You know, if you, especially if you watch the news, there's going to be an element of sadness. I don't care who you are, what walk of life you've come from. You're sad from something, you're feeling something, you know? And so with that, you have have to do the things that you find joy in just to stay sane, just to find peace, just to be able to survive from day to day. So when you take time to really listen to what makes you happy, then I think that you will find um, what it is that you can be doing and also what it is that can be making you uh, money as yeah. well. Yeah, I think that's the tricky part. Or is that so much of, like you just said, so much of what we um, are really great at, we take, uh, we take for granted. My friend draws her pants off. She's amazing. But right. she's like, who would, who would pay me to do this? I'm like, a lot of people. It's called graphic design. Yeah. <laughs> well, and everybody's in need of graphic designers these days. Exactly. Every website, you know, you've got business cards. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the deal. For me, it's speaking. But you think, well, who cares about speaking? But, you know, there's something for everyone. Uh, whatever your talent is, there's some place where that could be used and really, really needed. It's right. just now you just got to find a way to find out where that place might be. Right, right. Yeah. So I think, you know, if we if we just take time to listen to ourselves, we are given this moment of, of quiet, this moment of stillness for a reason. Um, and I found that I was busier than I had ever been. Um, during this time. And I'm like, how is that possible? But I'm just walking and working in purpose. So it makes sense as to why that's going to pick up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I found some of my friends were like watching a lot of Netflix and whatever. And they said, I'm so sick of Netflix. And one of my friends said, I just found out about these free courses at, um, you know, uh, Harvard University. They're yes. offering free courses online. And yes. she's after about two months of watching Netflix galore and binging, I'm so sick of watching TV. She yes. found them and now she's educating herself. And she said, the minute I get done with it, I'm adding it to my resume. Absolutely. So, so now Absolutely. She, you know, she's got something else to work with. But had she been in her job and had no time to right. be able to, you know, learn these new skills. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are putting um, a lot of pressure. I'm one of those people, you know, it's like, wow, you want to come out on the other side of this having accomplished something major and something that you hadn't done before. But on the other side of that, it's really being being gentle with ourselves and caring for ourselves and, you know, taking time to, you know, get some new information yeah. is great. So I think that we have to also just kind of celebrate the small wins mm. and um, just making it from day to day. You know, this has been a tumultuous uh, 2020. I know that today earmarks, you know, a new quarter, a new mm. month. And I'm like, you know, the same as, as all of the memes that are out there. Like, July, come in here like you have good sense. We need yeah. you to please be good to us in <laughs> this next quarter. But, you know, we, we have to be good to ourselves. And I think that learning and acquiring new information is just growth. And so you can never go wrong with that. Yeah. And you make a really good point, Orly, is that, Sometimes we're pushing ourselves that we have to do, do, do. Yeah. And sometimes it's just about being, just be right now. Yes. And I, I found years ago when I was trying to make this shift in what's next in mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, 
my coach told me just just journal I'm like but what just just journal just write don't think just write and right. I'm not a writer but she said just write and I just started writing and what came about for me is eventually what turned into this podcast it's been going now wow. for seven years oh my gosh um, yeah but had I not just taken that time to journal yeah. and realize this is what's next um, sometimes you just need that space and for yes. me that was that space Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to give ourselves safe spaces. And, and I feel writing is a safe space. I will never um, not say that, you know, I will always condone and, and advocate for people to write and that be a safe space to kind of chronicle your feelings and, and put things down that you might not feel comfortable saying out loud. Yeah. But a safe space is necessary. We must have one, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. I've always said, hey, I'm not the best writer. But when you journal, it's not about being the best writer. It's just about getting your feelings on paper for you. Exactly. It's mm -hmm. authenticity that counts. And yeah. you know, believe it or not, that's really what makes the best stories and the best books. Um, I have, you know, so many authors that I work with and they'll say, well, what should I say? And I say, whatever you feel like saying, whatever comes to mind, whatever hurts, tell that, you know, whatever makes you excited, whatever uh, wakes you up in the middle of the night, whether that be good or bad. Those are the things that make good stories because yeah. there are people who can relate to those things. Mm -hmm. There are people who just need to know that, you know, they can, can get to the other side of whatever a triumph is or that they can acquire a certain set of information. So the truth is really what makes great stories even though there's so many I'm like you know different yeah. stories that I'm writing some days I'm like is this real like I can't even believe this but the truth the truth works <laughs> yeah and here's the thing I I find that um I'd heard this saying saying um facts tell stories sell because what it is stories get to the soul the heart so yes. when you're being authentic and you're just being real and telling that story that's authentically happened to you or you can you know you can relate to and you're just putting it out there. People, if you, in your way, without trying to be like someone else. Right, right. Someone and people, you will find an audience that relates. Absolutely. And that is, to me, you know, people think that, like, why is she talking about that? But I always encourage authors, you have to build a brand um, but that brand has to be your voice. You can try to emulate someone else. You can try to take someone else's juice, as we say, but it will <laughs> never work in the end. You have to be who you are. And that's to me is the most beautiful thing because there is a group of people there somewhere, you know, who want to hear what you have to say, who want to learn from you, who want to say amen to whatever it is that you're talking about. So originality, you know, is it's key. We must, we must be authentically ourselves. Yeah. And don't be scared to be original. You see this funky hair I have here? I it, love was, it. it was four years ago, girl, that I said, I want to do funky hair. I wanted to do it 20 years ago. And my friend said, you got to be a pop star yes. or, or something else. And, and I wasn't, but one day I just said, you know, I'm going to do pink. And so now I've done every color in the rainbow, I think. Oh, um, wow. I love yeah. it. I love oh my it. God. I just love doing it. It's like, and I don't care what people think. So, uh, so that's one way to express yourself, whatever it is for you. Um, but, you know, you mentioned something else. There's a catalyst, not just for entrepreneurs, but the art world. How, how do you see that coming about? Oh, my gosh. You know, I just made a video recently that talked about um, expression. And uh, it spoke to the fact that artists, storytellers, whether that's through song, through music, through art, through photography, individuals who create right now are of so much value because truthfully, the creatives have a responsibility to help the rest of the world to make sense of it all. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, you know, things are too painful um, to address 
head on every single day. But when you can see um, the manifestation of feelings through art, you know, it makes you feel something inside. When you can read a quote where someone has expressed the exact frustration that you felt and, you know, it lets you know that you're not alone in your thinking, that's really powerful. So I believe that those people who are creatives like myself, it is our job right now to be helping to calm the world, you know, through through creating something that helps us to see it in a different way, that helps us to appreciate even the beauty that happens in amidst the pain um, is important. And I also feel like, especially for me as a storyteller, that it's my responsibility to chronicle these eras, you know, mm -hmm. of our time. If we don't document this information, then we run the risk of someone who didn't actually live through it documenting it. And that's okay, but we wanna have what is real. What really happened? Mm -hmm. What did it feel like? Like when, you know, the day when, when we were told we needed to quarantine and stop hugging and shaking hands, what did that feel like? That, you know, the world as we know it will not be the same. And so what, what was that like? You know, um, it's, so I just think that we have, a, we have a responsibility to create in this time from all of the emotions that we're all feeling. Yeah, that is such a, a awesome and, and correct point because I think it's easily forgotten. Remember that telephone game we used to play the kid? You mm -hmm. tell a story and then you pass it, you know, by the end of the thing, you know, by the end of the group, you didn't even have the same story, not even close. Right. So now it's so important for everyone to share their perspective, whatever it might be, because even yes. a year from now, someone trying to write what happened, it's just not going to come out real. It's going to be different. And I also think that the people who it's happening to have to express what is happening. You know, mm -hmm. you can have someone who didn't experience something to write it, but no one can tell your story better than you. So whoever is experiencing a thing, that is the very person who needs to be responsible for sharing that story. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see yourself and your company going now post-COVID? You know what, we're doing a lot of um, amazing things. Quite frankly, because of our setup, we were always mobile. You know, we um, work and operate in many different cities. Our clientele is all over. Mm -hmm. So um, recently, I think it was, I can't, all my days are mixed up. I don't even know what today is, right? But I have it on my calendar. I know it's supposed to be here. But um, just recently, we announced our first international imprint for the company, which is going to be housed in Cape Town, South Africa. So I foresee us having many, many international imprints, number one. Um, mm -hmm. We are also working on different sectors of the company, which I haven't actually said to people, but we're working on a sector um, of stories that represents professional athletes in the world of sports. Those are stories that need to be told. Um, we're working on another sector of the company that focuses on the world of entertainment. And we have a lot of clients to that end. So I just see us continuing to expand, continuing to tell stories and to really be um, a home, a safe haven of stories, you know, that represent our audience and the stories that we desire to tell. And then for me, this is something I haven't see, uh, shared with many either. I see, you know, an evolution. I have some other things things that are creative, but they're not in the storytelling realm that I'm working on more so, you know, in the fashion realm and the design. Ooh, I know that's going to be awesome. It's all <laughs> Are you a photographer, by the way? You know what? I take the worst photos ever. I am the person who, you know, the people on the street, you'll see someone and you're like, oh, can you take our picture? And then when I take it and I give the phone back and they look at it, they say to the next person, can you take our picture? No, no. I've done a terrible job. That is one thing I cannot do. <laughs> well, you have tremendous, like I told you before the interview, you have a tremendous amount of photos that are just amazing. Uh, oh. The art and the, and also 
the artistic um, framing of your photos and everything, just amazing. I was like, you were totally an artist. I could tell that oh, right off the bat. Thank you. Yes, but no, not not behind the camera in terms of taking them. You don't want me there. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been fabulous. For everyone out there, uh, say they are maybe wanting to be a storyteller someday. How would they work with you? What does that look like? How can they get in touch with you? All that good stuff. Absolutely. We are welcoming storytellers. Come one, come all. We are ready to assist you. You can find us at 13thandjoan.com. That is our website. You can sign up for consultation there. You can find us on all social media at 13th and Joan. And um, we're just excited about the next era. You know, we recognize that there is pain, but we do believe in turning pain into, into amazing stories. So we're ready. Absolutely. Well, I know you will. And there's amazing things, even more amazing things on the frontier, I'm sure, because you're doing amazing work right now. Thank you so much, Ori. I, uh, Andre, oh, oh my God, Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole day of work out there. <laughs> Thank you so much, Audrey, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing your gifts today. Thank you for having me. Take care. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.